Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 140, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says your level is the best one to be on. And joining me on today's show is Heather Thompson. Heather is a transformation life coach. She's an author and a speaker based in Atlanta, Georgia area in the USA. Her focus is to help faith-based business-minded wives and mothers clear any chaos and align their households for success without compromising their values. Heather is also co-owner of a great of Great Nation Publishing LLC, a small faith-based publishing company of fiction and non-fiction works. Now, on today's show, Heather's going to share never compromise the voice of the Holy Spirit guiding you to gain public approval. She's going to talk about the breaking you experience in your journey as a believer is one of the greatest gifts you'll receive, as well as never let hardships or persecution convince you that the season you're in will become the lifestyle you'll lead. Love that. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you so much, Henry. I greatly appreciate you having me tonight. Oh, look, uh, it's uh, so welcome. I think the things you're going to talk about today are going to be so helpful for people, particularly if they're going through a season of uh, hardships, of breaking, as you've said in in, uh, the introduction, as we mentioned. Share with us, if you will, I'd love to give my guests an opportunity to share a snapshot overview, if you will, of uh, how you came to be become a life you know life coach a transformation life coach and also a, a co-owner of the publishing company was there uh, circumstances in your career or in your life that kind of led you to that or have you always um, had a, an inkling or a desire to create these businesses would love to, to hear your story well first I want to say I'm so thankful that the things that were challenges for me I didn't allow them to stop me and I really can't take the credit for myself I have to give the glory to God for that Um, I would never say I pulled myself up by my boot my own bootstraps I would never say um, I was lucky luck had nothing to do with it there were a lot of lessons involved Mm -hmm. Um, one of them being I remember distinctly hearing about life coaching, not really knowing what it was and thinking, well, that sounds nice. But I had a position in corporate America. I had gone to college before that, graduated and got my degree in journalism and communications. And I was working a particular job in corporate America that was stressful. It was in a season where um, the U.S. recession had 
happened about two years prior. It was a difficult time for our household. And um, during that time, I was also suffering from a miscarriage. And it was very unexpected and very, very painful. And on top of that, I remember having a moment at my job where a previous boss asked me to do a particular assignment for him. He said, I've got, um, we have a presentation to make to a client and I need you to build this presentation for me. Now he was talking about something from scratch that he wanted created in a, um, in a software that I'd never used. And I had several other things to handle at the same time because I was a coordinator for that particular job. And while I'm trying to hurry and do this for him with two hours to spare, that's it. Um, I can hear him berating me around the corner, talking to another coworker as if I were some sort of petulant child. And I remember suddenly as I'm trying to type, not knowing how to use this software, not even having a manual to go off of, that my fingers began to go numb. Mm. And the numbness continued until I left two hours later um, and went to have lunch. By that time, the numbness had worked from my fingertips up to my elbows. I couldn't, I could not feel anything whatsoever. And it just got extremely bad. And I remember calling a friend, asking them to pray. She said, you might have cancer. And I said, cancer? And I just rejected that idea, continued to pray about it, went and got some help at the doctor's office and found out it was a reaction to stress. I had too much stress in my life. And during that time, a friend gave me this book by uh, the wonderful life coach and speaker, Lisa Nichols, whom many people are familiar with um, from The Secret. And she had this anthology called Celebrating the Gifts that Come Wrapped in Sandpaper. And every story in the anthology was talking about different people and their journeys. And I noticed in their biography at the end that they were all life coaches. And I thought, life coaching, I need to look this up. And I mentioned it to a mentor of mine at the time that I was really interested. Mm -hmm. And as a gift to me, and Mm -hmm. truly a gift from God, she sewed into me the money necessary to do the training. So out of that really painful season began this new journey that I never expected. I never thought about life coaching. So I tell people all the time, you know, when those difficult seasons come, start paying attention because out of that typically is that's the foundation for the blessing that you really are going to need. Mm-hmm. And that's going to bless many others. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that because I think, you know, for people who are struggling or in the midst of that season of question and doubt and maybe in a situation such as yourself where they're in an experience or a workplace that uh, they are really not feeling supported, um, that there is always hope that there is always, you know, other opportunities if they continue to seek those uh, and, and certainly move forward. Let's talk about never compromising the voice of the Holy Spirit, guiding you to gain public approval. Share more about this. I think this is going to be so insightful and empowering because how often do we seek public approval? We seek it way too often. I think that's something Tony Robbins said, um, for those who aren't familiar, the the speaker, the um, wonderful strategist Tony Robbins said once is that the number one addiction that people have isn't to a particular drug or a drink of choice. It's problems. 
we can become addicted to problems. And those problems that we have usually come from our relationships. And when I talk about never compromise the voice of the Holy Spirit, um, I'll shorten this story a bit. I learned from experience that, um, for example, when I graduated from college, I was not sure uh, where I was going to go in terms of a company, in terms of a city, but I knew that I was called to leave my hometown. And there were some family members who weren't so supportive of that decision, but I knew that I felt called to leave. Well, God opened the doors for me to take a position with an employer in Charlotte, North Carolina, which was several states away from where I was in the U.S. in Indiana. And I remember feeling continuously led, take the position in Charlotte, because there were some other opportunities. But I took that position. And two weeks later, after moving, I joined, after I received the job after graduation and moved to Charlotte, I ended up joining this church that led me to so many different friends. And one particular friend introduced themselves to me after the service and said, I'm new here too. Um, I just moved here. Do you think that we could maybe keep in touch, maybe go out? And today, that someone is my husband and this year we'll be have been married for 13 years amazing amazing you just never known had you not followed that call and and listened to that voice um you may never have met your now husband let's talk about the breaking you experience in your journey as a believer as one of the greatest gifts you'll receive just even saying that I know for some people who may be going through that or maybe have gone through a breaking experience again it, de it depends on the perspective that they have of that situation and I love the way that you're saying that because I've had experiences that I can now honestly say it was the worst experience in my life but it has also been the best because it is in that experience that I've grown the most so speak about this because this can be such a, um, a, a voice of hope and inspiration I think for others who have have gone through a breaking experience? I would say for me, unfortunately, I will honestly say for me, unfortunately, so many of us have known multiple breaking experiences. Um, I would say that the miscarriage for me was very difficult because as I mentioned, it came during the recession. Um, I remember losing my job when I became um, right before I gave birth to my first daughter. And again, it looked like I was getting ready to lose the job that I mentioned a few moments ago um, because I did become pregnant again. And then with that employer, my then boss was saying they were finding creative ways, I'll say that nicely, mm -hmm. to let me know that they really didn't want to keep me on any further. And I'm thinking, my God, not again, mm -hmm. not I've, for the first time that I was pregnant. I know you called us to have this child, Lord. You told us that we had a specific window um, that, you were, that we would be able to conceive. And it seems every time I'm planning to become a mother again, I'm losing my job. Mm. But the Lord led me in that time to go back to a Bible that I had when I first rededicated my life to the Lord in 2001. And I opened the Bible and I had made several notes in there over the years and I wrote a message about my first daughter. And I said, I believe that my daughter is leading me to step away from conventional employment. And I believe that when God sent her, it was a plan for him to get me into entrepreneurism. Mm -hmm. I forgot that I wrote that. Wow. And I remember writing it um, one morning, early in the morning in prayer. 
and usually I'll just take my Bible with me when I go into my prayer closet and write whatever notes I feel that God's given me. So I have way too many journals by now. <laughs> but the blessing of finding that message that I forgot about was remembering that first and foremost, anything that we do, our children are his children mm -hmm. and are his children. And there's an ultimate path. I'm like, no matter who you work with or work for, God is ultimately your CEO. Mm -hmm. He is our heavenly father. He knows everything that we need, but he also knows who we're called to and where we're called to go. And it was a breaking point for me because I realized you're calling me to step away mm -hmm. from conventional employment. It's not easy um, it, to strike out on your own and to start doing things independently, whereas you once may have had an IT department to help you. Yes. And you once may have had uh, a different team in marketing or what have you to rely on, you know, depending upon your job, but suddenly it feels like you're a team of one. Mm -hmm. But step by step during that, which was a breaking season for me, just trying to figure out and understand who I was yet again, because I was starting to focus so much on the economy, but mm -hmm. I forgot that when you're, when you truly are a child of God, he has you on a kingdom economy. Mm -hmm. um, can come from the most unexpected places, investors, um, sales opportunities, clients, customers, visions and dreams, they mm -hmm. all ultimately come from him. Mm -hmm. And there have been many challenges since that time, but it's funny how you realize as you go through experiences with the Lord, even when you're in the valley after a certain time, you remember what it's like to be back on the mountaintop and you know you're going to get there again yes. if you just don't try to climb it in your own strength. Mm -hmm. So I'd say that's, those are some of the most valuable lessons I've learned in breaking seasons. And that particular one for me, mm. um, just between 2010 and 2012. So yeah. I thank God for that. Yeah. I know that um, often when we are in, in the valleys, as you say, uh, it's important to, to be mindful that it is in God's timing that we will be able to walk back up the mountain. And for many of us, being in that valley is not really a place that we want to be. However, I know that there are things that we can do, like you know, being still with him, reading, journaling. What were some of the key things that you can look back and say, you know, through that time when I was in the valley, these things really kept me steadfast in the world and, and close to him. What were some of those things? And I ask you to share that because sometimes, you know, when we're in that valley, we can be too busy trying to run out um, and not really being there because he's not being able to then shape our character and help us work through that. So what were some of the things you did that you can see really helped you through that time? I would say you have to step away from superficial relationships. And sometimes, well, not sometimes, oftentimes the valley is where you find out not just who you really are um, and definitely who God really is, but you find out who are the people around you. You understand what is behind, what composes their character, mm. what comprises who they are. And I realized I couldn't be around people who were saying, I don't know why you don't just find another job. Even if you're thinking, well, it's been really hard to find one, depending upon what your situation is. And sometimes people shrink back from you when you're going through, even though you're trying to be upbeat. Mm -hmm. I learned I had to not just have friends, but I needed to have friends who are more like family. Mm -hmm. I learned to have prayer partners. I learned instead of trying to talk to someone to vent all the time, 
someone, I need someone to help raise me up. Mm -hmm. And I learned to focus on other people because I think what the enemy wants us to do is become so internal and, and go inside without focusing up on God mm. and outward to say, you know what, there are other people who have needs that are there are worse than yours, mm. not to do compare and contrast. But sometimes there, you forget that there are people who don't know where their next meal is coming from. You have friends, family members, coworkers who have silent struggles mm-hmm. and some of them don't know Jesus. So what they're under, the weight that they're under can kill them. So I learned superficial relationships. I had to step away from those. Um, and not abandon people, but just step back in love. Mm. And, you know, um, I also learned that I had to be mindful how I chose to spend my time. Sometimes we want to drown ourselves in any kind of entertainment, Mm -hmm. any kind of television show, movie, concert, whatever your thing may be. But the problem with that is you're not, you're not always paying attention to what you're allowing into your ear gate and your eye gate. Mm -hmm. Um, you're allowing to influence you that can get you further and further away from what God wants to do in your life. Yes. And what you're considering is just entertainment and what's allowing you to take your mind off of things for a while. It may distract you from your purpose. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a season, when you're in a night season, especially, um, you have to be very careful about what influences you're allowing around you. Uh, especially when you're in a, when you say, I'm an adult, I can do what I want to do. You are, but now, but nevertheless, you're still a spiritual, you're still a spirit Mm -hmm. having a human experience and you need to guard your spirit. Um, As we've seen many times in the Bible, it's in the Valley. Mm -hmm. It's in those define, it is in those defining moments that often come with a lot of death not just death of loved ones, but death of self, death, death of ego, death mm-hmm. of past seasons and past personalities yes. as well. Yes. That's when you come to, you understand, okay, everything can't be the way that it was and either quickly or slowly, but surely I'm going to have to let go of that mm. and let the now that God's trying to introduce to me be my normal. Yeah, I love that. It's such an important lesson for all of us because often we can try and rush through that, but it's often, and we may find ourselves repeating or in similar situations, and that's because we have not yet um, really given, as you said, dying away to yourself, to ourselves, in that often we will put our own needs first and, and not saying that we shouldn't do that, but we need to do it and aligned with God's will. And there comes a time, um, you know, I, w- I remember years ago that I would pray, well, okay, you know, let me, let me, my will be your will. But it has been a process to the point where you absolutely have to give over. Uh, and it's hard to explain, actually, but it really is that you realize that your will, what, and it's one day that not that you wake up and say, hey, actually, I, but it, it, everything that you do and the decisions that you make are really to his utmost glory. And I think it takes yeah. learning and it takes growth and it takes time to get to that point. 
But once we get there or once we do have that shift, I think it's important to continue leaning because again, the enemy can get in there and things can get comfortable and then all of a sudden, boop, something happens to remind you, hang on a minute, where are you putting your trust? Don't put it all in yourself. So let's talk about never letting hardships or persecution convince you that the season that you're in will become the lifestyle you lead because so often the enemy can, can have us thinking that, can't it? Can't he? He absolutely can because too often we don't really understand, and this is actually a, a great segue from what you were just saying. Um, too often we fail to understand that there, we can feel like we're in such a dark room, but every dark room has a door. It just takes a little while to find it. Sometimes you find it immediately. Sometimes it takes much longer than expected. Sometimes you almost fall asleep under the weight of being in so much darkness. And by darkness, I mean, you know, just any oppression that comes with that time. Mm. Sometimes it's waiting on God. It feels like to answer certain questions or looking for an answer. But I think one of my favorite songs by uh, Hillsong United, and I was listening to it earlier today, is Stay and Wait. Mm -hmm. And I love the chorus of that song that says, I will stay and hold fast to your word. Um, I will wait on you, O Lord. And I understood that, as they were saying, it doesn't mean just waiting and doing nothing. Mm -hmm. It just means waiting and serving, mm -hmm. waiting and doing what it is that you know to do, not weeping so much, not not just abandoning your post. Mm -hmm. do, do what it is that you need to do and let your faith in what you're expecting be, be followed by actions. And sometimes that can be hard yes. when you don't understand where something is going to end and and when it's going to happen but you have to know that the where and the when will be answered even if the how isn't mm. isn't clear at all god yeah. always brings the how he always makes it clear that there's something something is going to happen and you'll get indications along the way mm -hmm. and um i've learned to do do my best and especially when i'm working with clients who sometimes say i just don't understand where the change is coming from mm. and sometimes the problem there is we don't always fulfill all the steps to a process that god has given us mm. he has given us five things that we need to do but we stopped at two got frustrated or got distracted which happens a lot yes. and then realized oh i didn't actually do the last three things that he gave me for this project or for this particular something that I'm waiting on. Mm. And that happens a lot in business, especially when you're not trying to do everything on your own accord. And when you realize, you know, you're working ultimately for an audience of one. Mm. Yes. So I say you have to, you, it, there's always a process and it's very easy to abandon certain steps. Mm -hmm. Um, but when he's calling you to something, it's it's best to do it all the way through. Yeah, I think that uh, really aligns beautifully with when you're thinking about business, isn't it? When we're building our kingdom businesses, you know, so often, or maybe it's just me, I would just love to have success and clients and all that kind of thing, as we all would, <laughs> but it's a process. 
and it, it can take time to build those solid foundations. And as we know, we've heard the saying that sometimes businesses can grow too quickly, too or too fast, too quickly, and they haven't got the resources and the ability to service all of those clients. And so I think as we move along in the the process or the journey of business development, especially kingdom businesses, you know, as Christian entrepreneurs, we need to not only focus on our business but our spiritual life. Are we spending time with God? Are we growing spiritually as well as, you know, in our business, all the practical steps? And I think they go hand in hand. In fact, I think the spiritual aspect is way more important because God can open doors. He is the best CEO, the best marketer. And not that he's going to be sitting there typing our social media or anything for us, but, you know, opening doors and, and having people come across our path that is going to then open us up to other opportunities. Have you found that to be true in your business too? I have. I have found even the other day, I was so surprised um, because I remember speaking at an event in March and a woman approached me and said, I would love to begin to work with you. And I said, well, great. Let, let me get your information right now yeah. and I'll reach out to you. And I reached out to her quickly, never heard from her. And until I should say two, three days ago, when she said, I just wanted to reach out to you. And I'd love to still work with you. I can't, I, I let the time get away from mm. me. Please let me know when we can set something up. Yeah. And it, it was in a time where I said, Lord, I, I really, I know I'm in a season where I need different clients mm. because I'm changing up aspects of my business. And it reminded me of the importance of planting seeds. Mm. I had, I, I chose to, during this time to step away from social media, which seems like a, a death knell. Um, nowadays, I said, I, I felt the Lord calling me step away for 90 days. Mm -hmm. I nearly passed out when I heard that. <laughs> you want me to what? I'm like, do, can I go to another country instead? <laughs> because it, we're so reliant upon yes. social media. Yes. But I felt like that was his indication to me. I will do through you exactly what I said I would do. Mm. And he began to show me, I'm calling you away because I want you to work on these things. If you don't, you're going to spend X amount of hours on Instagram, X amount of hours setting up so posts for, for this or this page or for working on things for Facebook. And I didn't realize how much time I was spending on marketing yes, and advertising. And with him calling me away, even in the middle of the day, mm -hmm. I get ideas for, okay, I want you to create this program. Yeah, and so when you come back online, I want you to do this, 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 and that. So instead of trying to figure it out, he's showing me how to hit the ground running, but that will last for well into 2019. Mm, absolutely. So and so it's interesting. When did you get away in the last 30 days? Has it been just recently? It's been very recently. Because I found you quite recently going through Instagram. So what was there allowed, enabled me to find you? That's how I do all of this. Unless, of course, you've reached out to us, we search on Instagram. That's the way we find our guests. And that's what scared me because it was very recently, within the last seven days, that he told me to step away until, I believe, August 28th. Yeah. And um, I won't even lie to you. I had a mini heart attack when he said that. When I felt that leading, mm. but since that time, I began to understand um, this is necessary. This is crucial. Yes. I um, and I, I know now that I'm. And I kept speaking. I think it's necessary that we speak what it is that we're expecting. 
So mm-hmm. I've been declaring my expectation out loud yeah. that even during this time of stepping away, mm-hmm. it's going to do more for me in nine months than I ever could have done in 90 days. Yeah, exactly. Because you put that, tra- it's the trust factor. If he's, yeah. if he has spoken to you um, through various, you know, indications or however, you know, it, it, each of us, we hear God's word and, and uh, instructions in a different way. Um, but when we take action on that and we fulfill that and we trust that, that is when I, 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 I've seen it and I've heard it through the guests and I've experienced it myself um, because then we put our absolute trust and faith that it is going to be so. And he meets us. We take that step and he will meet us at that, at that end or in that step with incredible opportunities that we would never have been able to uh, ever. You could spend days, weeks, months, years on Instagram and never had the kind of results. I think that will open up. Agreed. So Heather, share with us a little bit more about your business and also how people can connect with you and how you can support them. Absolutely. Well, I will tell you, um, my passion is working with, as you said, um, faith-based, business-minded wives, moms, and those who desire to become entrepreneurs, and they're looking to have total success. Um, I think that I realized as a, as a wife and mom and a businesswoman that we become very used to only really accepting a certain degree of success. Mm. That's what we're taught from parents, sometimes mentors, that well, it's great. If your business life is going great, then your family may be falling apart or vice versa or something entirely different. But I realize if Jesus truly did pay it all, why are we happy to settle for a fraction mm. of goodness or a fraction of success? And and I've heard this, the saying, you can't all, always have it all at the same time. And I thought, well, in his timing, mm. we'll accomplish everything that we're supposed to. So I I really enjoy what I do. I typically work with uh, obviously women, but I'm creating more products and digital products and books for families um, so that families can begin to sit down together again, no matter how old your children are, even if they're in college and begin to talk about what it is that they're expecting and what the vision is for each person individually and for the family collectively. Mm. Um, And it's, it's a passion of mine uh, to help people just step out of where they are if it's not something that's working for them. I'm like, why continue to walk on broken fragments? Mm. If um, a broken road is what got you here, that's wonderful, but it doesn't have to continue to be that way. You know, Jesus will always lead you to where it is that you're supposed to be, and that road does not have to hurt. Mm-hmm. So it is truly my passion to work with people who say, you know, I, I don't just want change. I want total transformation and I want to see that within my family and my business yes um, but how people can reach me is um everything is typically head coach heather um my website is headcoachheather.com on instagram and periscope it's head coach heather twitter is head coach ht and um if you need to email me surprise surprise it's hello at headcoachheather.com <laughs> there you go <laughs> and we'll put all of those links in our show notes ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash tce 140 heather it's been such an, an honor to speak with you today love everything that you've said i've got so many um you know ideas and just you know confirmation that uh everything that you've said is just so important especially if we're going through as we said valleys um and situations that really are quite challenging there is always a way through we just sometimes need to lean in and and be patient one of the things i'm doing with all of my guests and i would be honored to do that for you too is just to close the show with a word of prayer 
May I do that for you today? Absolutely, please. Fantastic. Father God, thank you that we had an opportunity to speak with Heather today and for the testimony that she shared. Uh, Father, we know that uh, in times of, of struggles and times of challenges and times that we really feel broken and that we're walking through a valley, that we are never, never alone, Lord. And it's just a reminder, as Heather said, that we need to lean in. We need to often look at our circles, other people that we are associating with supporting us. And so we know that when we create environments that uh, do support us, when we read your word, when we pray and really lean into you, that is often when we can walk through out of that valley and up back onto the mountain. When we seek you first, we have absolute faith and trust that what you're doing and how you're guiding us and leading us is uh, how we're going to create kingdom businesses for you that honour you. Father, we just want to uplift Heather, her business, the clients in, in our thoughts and prayers that you continue to find blessing and favour on the work that she's doing so that she can help women uh, balance their life, their, their family and work all together and uh, in a way that continues to honour you. And we ask this all in the precious name of your son Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, sharing sharing your testimony. It really has been uh, an honour and uh, continued blessings in the business that you're you're creating, a kingdom business. Oh, thank you. God bless you, Anne-Marie, and thank you so much for your time tonight. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.